What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Run. I'm Chris Thomas, and alongside me is my co-host, Holden Velasco. And once again, we're excited to be bringing you guys some awesome basketball content, and we can't wait to get started. So um, I think the main topic of the, the week that uh, we've been dying to talk about um, has been the All-Star Reserves. Um, on, on this past Tuesday on TNT, um, the All-Star Reserves were revealed. Um, we had some pretty interesting choices um, from uh, the selections. A lot of people were snubbed, uh, which was pretty shocking. So um, here it is. So the uh, All-Star Reserves for the Western Conference that were named were Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns, which is a big surprise to me, uh, Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz, uh, Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, Paul George of the Clippers, and Anthony Davis of the L.A. Lakers. Followed by the Eastern Conference Reserves, we had Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics, James Harden from Brooklyn, your Brooklyn Nets on holding, uh, Zach Levine from the Chicago Bulls, well-deserved, Julius Randle from my New York Knicks, very well-deserved, Ben Simmons from the Philadelphia 76ers, big surprise to many, Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics, and finally, Nikola Vucevic from Orlando Magic. So, Holden, out of uh, the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference reserve selections, uh, pick one that surprised you the most from each conference. So, hmm. so I'm going to go with the West first. Um, Chris Paul, it surprised me because I didn't think he was going to, but yeah. I think it's deserved. Um, you know, Phoenix is currently the fourth seed as we're recording this. Um, but then the debate is which guard should it be? Should it be yeah. Booker or Paul? Um, I'm happy with Paul because he controls the game unlike almost any other player in the league. Obviously, like LeBron, Jokic, those players can control the game. But Chris Paul has just been doing it forever, and he still does. It's amazing. Um, you know, he's just such a great facilitator, one of the best leaders of all time. So I'm happy that he got the spot. But like I said, Booker was snubbed. But then this rule on NBA Twitter I was seeing go around was, okay, if you say this player is snubbed, who does he replace then? Um, so obviously, he's not replacing Lillard. Um, and then the Paul Booker debate, it depends on what you prefer. Do you want the scoring guard? Cause then that's obviously going to be Booker or do you want the more, I don't want to say all around guard because that's not fair, but the more diverse, I guess you could say guard, yeah. which would be Paul. So I'm happy he got in, but I'm surprised he got in, um, from the East. Now, obviously, uh, Ben Simmons, that's the one I want to talk about. I'm sure you want to talk about him too. So I'll let you pipe in for a little bit, but I just want to say this first. I was scrolling on Twitter like I do, you know, when I have nothing else to do. And I saw the support from Ethan Skolnick from Five Reasons Sports Network saying that Jimmy Butler was selected to be in the All-Star game, but denied the selection because Bam wasn't one of the selections as well. Now, obviously, I didn't fact check this. I haven't, don't know how reliable of a source, you know, Skolnick is. Um, if it's true, uh, that's good teammate. I get it. But like, personally, I would still take the selection. So I think Butler should have made it in over Simmons. But like I said, if that is true, then okay. Then I see why Ben was the next man up. So I'll let you start <laughs> with the bed first before I give my, my five cents on that. But see, I, I actually think in regards to that, uh, the Jimmy Butler article that you were referring to, I think that was actually uh, if he wanted to be the one who replaced uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think, I don't think it was over Ben Simmons, but yeah, should he, should Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo, one of them, have made it over Ben Simmons? Without a doubt, one hundred percent, without a doubt. But, um, you know, I just wrote an article on HardwoodHollywood.com. You guys can go check it out. Um, is Ben Simmons overrated, or um, is he a rising star? 
to the casual basketball fans, I'm not attacking anybody out here. I'm not calling out anyone in particular. I'm just I'm just saying it like it is. Ben Simmons is not an overrated guy. He's 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 a talented star who who's a, he's a young budding star in this league, and he he'll be he'll be up there one day, um in like in the league. He'll be like one of the top ten players in the league. But I think when you're going based upon just like pure stats, if you're just looking at his points per game and just looking at him like from that perspective without looking at how he impacts the game from the rest of the floor, like obviously you're going to think that he's not all-star worthy because it's 15 points per game, all-star worthy, 16 points, whatever it is. That's not all-star worthy. But then again, look at the impact he's having on his team. The Sixers are first seed in the East. Um, you know, obviously he's a big part of what they're doing. Uh, yeah, Joel Embiid's the MVP candidate. He's probably the favorite right now for many. But Ben Simmons has a lot to do with that too, you know. So I just think that it's annoying that to have some people just discredit him just because they look at his points per game and they think, like, he's a second star. And obviously like the stat you mentioned a couple of weeks ago where he, as the second best player on that team, he's averaging 15, 16 points per game. That's, like, 64th best in the NBA at the time uh, we were talking about it. And – like, yeah, he's not even – but if you think about it, he's not even, like, the primary ball. I mean, he's not even the primary – secondary – primary, secondary score or whatever you want to call it. It's to, it's, to, it's Embiid, then Tobias Harris, and then Ben Simmons. That's how the offense works. But is he, he's, he – and then he has the role of being the primary ball handler, um, getting his teammates involved, being the playmaker. So, yeah, he does everything else to get his teammates involved. So, I'm not too upset about that all-star pick. Maybe the casual fans might be, but I'm not too upset about that pick. Um – when I look at the Eastern Conference, though, I I really think, like, you can't really get mad at any of those picks. You can probably make an argument for Tatum just because he was out for a long period of time, and that's the only reason why. It's because he didn't get enough games. And the same thing can be said about Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler was out with COVID as well, so maybe that's why he didn't get in completely. Um, and then Nikola Vucevic, yeah, the Magic aren't doing too hot right now. But he's putting up big numbers. He's having a career year. And um, how can he not make it? But then Bradley Beal, whose team is worse than the Magic, like, you know, he got in as a starter. You know what I mean? So, like, it's kind of hard at that point. But I, I still would have loved to see Jimmy or Bam in there. I, know, I, I knew that both of them weren't going to get in. Only one of them would if they made it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not too mad about Ben Simmons being selected. It's just a matter of, I think, more people like Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. They're just more likable players than Ben Simmons. I think that's why the biggest issue, what the biggest issue was. That's all it was. But and then as for the West, um, I completely agree with you, Devin Booker. Um, I thought that he was the Suns guard who should have been in there rather than Chris Paul. But Chris Paul, like if you really look at it, like people are gonna look at it like, oh, when Devin Booker was there last year, they weren't really doing too hot. But now after Chris Paul comes, they're like a top four, top five team in the West. So, like, maybe that's why, like, more people are tended, tending to lean towards Paul as that go-to guy. And just a, a quick note, um, Devin Booker is actually going to be playing in the All-Star game. He's replacing Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis is out with injury um, through the All-Star break. So, he will be an All-Star, um, just not the way he would like to be an All-Star. But, yeah, and I think last year even he was an injury replacement as well for a game, I think it was, right? So, yeah, so um, – you know, he, he, he's definitely an all-star type player. It's just, I, I don't think he gets enough credit, like enough credit that he deserves. So yeah, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at who votes for the reserves. It's, I think it's believe it's 50% the coaches, whereas the starters, I don't think they get as much of a say. And one of the most respected people in the league is Chris Paul. Yeah. So, you know, the coach is going to vote him in, but then 
you know, double-edged sword again, Trey Young. No one likes Trey Young the way he plays. You know, I mean, pers- I say this all the time because yeah. it annoys me, um, especially now that he's on our team. Trey Young plays like how people think James Harden does, whereas, you know, trying to draw a foul, James Harden will make you, trick you into doing something stupid, and then he'll, he'll, he'll do a little shoulder, <laughs> right? With Trey Young, he'll just throw his body into you and just hope and then complain about it for the rest of the game. I forgot the quote exactly, um, but Steve Nash said that's not basketball when talking about Trey Young, which is kind of sad because he was a Young's icon growing up. So, you know, that sucks. Um, so I think that's why Chris Paul really did get in over Booker, and that's why Young didn't, which I personally am happy for because I don't like Trey Young, at least watching him. Um, so yeah. that's my five cents on that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I, I really don't enjoy watching a guy like Trey Young either, especially like I think it's just – it, it ruins the game when you try to draw too many fouls like that. Like Harden, I feel like even when he doesn't try to gra- like draw a foul like that, like and he he's like he gets his calls. It's because he's a respected guy within the league. Like he's a he's a superstar. Like he 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 gets those calls because he deserves it. Like he's he's earned those calls. But I think with Trey Young, like I feel like at times when when I watch him play, I feel like he thinks he's at that level. I think at times where. He thinks like he's just gonna get every call automatically, but obviously that's not how it works. Because you haven't established your yeah, you've been an all star last year, but you haven't truly established yourself as a superstar like LeBron, uh, KD, Kyrie, Harden, just to name a few. You know, so um, right now, like I think he's just got to work on just approaching the game in a different way, where it's like you know he's not expecting to get everything. He should come in with that mentality that okay, he knows that the refs are gonna be against him every time. You know, so just like don't play with like that attitude that, Oh yeah, I, I'm going to get every call. Like I don't got to worry about like shit or whatever. Like he, he, I don't know how to explain it really, but you, I think you get what I'm trying to say, but yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's even his mentality. It's the way that he does it. You know, like I said before, Harden will do like a double dribble, uh, double between the legs, sorry, crossover. And then he'll get you leaning one way and then he'll yeah. put it up and then do a little bump. Trey Young will shoot it and then go into bump into you, even if you haven't done anything. So I think that pisses me off. But the Eastern guards, you know, it's I'm I'm happy that it is a legitimate debate because you know the yeah. East has been weaker. Um, but yeah. I really do want to go back and talk about Jimmy because it's funny actually. After you know the finals performance, people were jacking that he's a top ten player in the NBA, um, which I'm not going to say he is or is not because I uh, will get flamed either way. Um, but uh, oh, that pun was not intended. I swear. <laughs> um, but and then he doesn't even make the all-star game. Like, I get it. It's what you said before, the game's missed. You know, that's the argument, kind of argument you can make against Tatum. But I think his play is just another level. Um, you know, Ben Simmons, what's his strongest thing? His defense. Jimmy Butler, what's one of his strongest things? His defense, except the difference is Jimmy Butler is someone who will go out and try to score the ball compared to Ben Simmons, who needs a screen. doesn't need a screen, but he prefers a screen. He needs a fast break opportunity, you know. Jimmy will take it on half court and go go right at you. Granted, he's not a great three-point shooter either, but he'll at least shoot it if he's open and compared to the Ben Simmons who's panics and puts up an air ball if he ever even takes the shot and that just passes out. Yeah. Uh, real quick, just to mention Jimmy Butler's stats over the last 10 games. Shout out to Hoop Central on Twitter for providing these stats. Um, over the last 10 games, Jimmy Butler's been averaging 22.3 points per game, 9.1 assists, 8.8 rebounds, a steal, uh, 1.7 steals, 44% field goal shooting, um, and then 86, 86% shooting from from free throws. So just just goes to show that he can really do it all. You know that Miami Heat team—they're really climbing back up in the standings after missing him. 
So um, it's great to see them coming back up and like kind of like reminding everybody that they can be a threat. They are, they are a threat. Like, I mean, maybe not as big of a threat as we all thought they would be heading into the year, but there's still a team to watch out for and worry about come playoff time, you know? So I think that, that alone, like Jimmy Butler, like he's that dog, you know, I think like having that, having a guy like that on your team, who's like really catapulting your team, like that's an all-star guy. So yeah, I mean, it's it's even funnier because they just beat the best team in the NBA record-wise, the Jazz, and yeah. Jimmy Butler almost had a 30-point triple-double. <laughs> I mean, it's just – it's it's ironic, you know, seeing him not even make the All-Star team and them doing that right. against the best team in the NBA, again, mm-hmm. record-wise. But, yeah. I don't know, it's just – when I saw he didn't make the team at first, I'm like, whoa, really? Yeah. But, again, the only argument I think you can really make is games played, yeah. which, again, is a fair argument. But then let's talk about Bam. So the people he'd be competing for most likely would be Vucevic and then your guy, Julius Randle. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let you make your argument for Randle against Bam before I make mine for Bam. Okay. So I think with Julius Randle, you have to look at it from a couple of, couple of viewpoints. So when was the last time the Knicks were like, like forget about being like really good, just being like a mediocre team, you know, somewhat of a respectable organization. Like 1812. Yeah. 1812, whatever. 2013, which was eight years ago, was the last time they were a legitimate playoff team where, okay, you could look at that squad and be like, yo, free agents should want to go there. They want to play there. Now, obviously, obviously, like right now, you can't say like, oh, they're back to that, but they're getting back to that. They're heading in the right direction. So, and then look at him career-wise. He's having a career year. Um, under Tom Thibodeau, uh, I think that was the biggest reason because uh, Tom Thibodeau like came into the came into training camp with all these people saying, "Oh, yo, trade Julius Randle. Julius Randle needs to get the hell out of here. That's how you build this Knicks team up." But Tom Thibodeau said, "No, you need to actually build with Julius Randle because that's that's how you're gonna go uh, improve." So just to look at his stats really quick, last year in his first season with New York, he averaged 19 and a half points per game uh, with three assists and nine about nine-ish rebounds. Um, and his field goal percentage was – it was all right. It was, like, 46. Um, his three-point percent, three percentage shooting was, like, 27. Worst of his career, 27. Now, this year, being used the right way, you know, having that mentality that, like, he's wanted here because he has people backing him that want him there in Tom Thibodeau and the executive. So now he's averaging 23.2 points per game. He's averaging five-and-a-half assists, 11 rebounds, which is, I think – it's like tied for fifth best in the league right now. Um, his uh, just under a steal. Uh, his field goal percentage is just under 50. And his three-point percentage is from 27 went up to 41. It was a big jump. And for a guy like Julius Randle, who's really not, who wasn't really like known for shooting threes throughout his career, like that's pretty great. And um, yeah, this is his career year. And I think just because of that and, you know, being in New York and, his play uh, translating into wins for that Knicks team, that's the biggest reason why um, he was voted in over a guy like Bam or Sabonis, you know, the first time. But, um, you know, I think that's just the case you can make for Julius Randle. Like a guy who's he's bringing the Knicks back into relevancy. Like, you know, and if, just imagine, like, if they win tonight's game against Indiana, um, mind you, we're recording on Saturday after, afternoon-ish, um, so games haven't been played yet. But if they win tonight against Indiana, they'll be tied for fourth in the East. When was the last time they were that high up in the standings, you know? So um, I think it's just, 
Yeah, 1812. <laughs> so that's just a big part of uh, why Randall was selected. Obviously, it's well deserved. Like, you can't, like, I'm not going to knock the guy for making it over Sabonis or uh, Bam. But mind you, like, they're having, those guys are also having great years. It's just their teams are not, their teams are not as, like, I guess people wanted to look at it as, like, okay, their teams don't rely on them that much. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So personally, I don't like looking at, like, team successes and try to gauge how good of a player someone is and put say oh he's an all-star oh he's not an all-star like right. you take a look at Zach Levine you know pretty good team but he's averaging 28 or something now imagine if he was on say the Clippers you know yeah. he would be saying oh my god this guy's one of the best players in the NBA it's more of oh Zach Levine oh cool he's having 28 points a game scroll you know no one really looks at it twice so I think the uplifting the franchise thing obviously bringing the Knicks back to relevancy is bigger than if you brought the Timberwolves back to relevancy yeah. but Bam was basically dragging the seed team without Butler Drogic, Harrow, he was dragging them. Um, and Julius Randle obviously has better stats, I, although I didn't write down Bam's stats. I know rebounding, I think he's a little close. Um, points, I think Bam's at 19-20, um, which is a career year for him, but granted, it's what, he's a third-year player. Um, so yeah, he's, st- averaging, so he's averaging 19.6 points per game, 9.6 rebounds, and same exact assist numbers as Julius Randle. Yeah, so obviously Julius Randle will take this number stats-wise, but I think Again, you know, I'm trying to be in the middle between stats guy and eyeball test. Eyeball test, you know, you know, I hate watching Julius Randle. All he does yeah, is just pull up from the left elbow or take a jump. He's, me- he's mellow from the left, bro. I oh keep God, telling people so this. Like, it's so, so funny. But anyway, um, but then you look at the defense. Bam can play all five on defense. He's just yeah. so quick. Like he'll bring up the ball sometimes, even which is absurd to watch. This I don't know how tall he is. I'm just gonna go six ten. That's an educated guess. This he actually six... he's he's around six ten, six eleven. So you oh, look at that. Yeah. Come on. But anyway, yeah, six ten, dude. Just grab the rebound, take it up, and almost catch up with the guards. I mean, it's ridiculous to watch. Yeah. Um, dude's just a freak. I'm not Yada Yan is freak, okay, but still a freak. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it's just the entertainment value you get out of someone yeah. like Randall versus Bam. So I'm taking Bam for that re- for those reasons. But again, I'm not completely mad at the Randall thing because at at face value, fine, I'll take Randall. But personally, I'd rather have Bam. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. Like I completely agree with that. Um, you know, and I I really wish like this the NBA needs to expand the All Star yes. rosters because. I know we mentioned this like it was the last episode or two episodes ago, but you can't have 12 man roster and just, and then you got to hear it from the media or from fans like every year. Oh, this guy got snubbed. The voting system is rigged. It's all so stupid. Like why does the NBA need to continue to hear that? Just solve everything, all the issues, make it a 14 team roster for each conference or 15, whatever it is, make it like a regular size NBA roster. You know, I think just to avoid all this headache and, yeah, you have a snub. It's probably going to only be one guy every year. Then, you know, I I don't know. Did they used to do fifteen, or has it always uh, been twelve? I'm not even sure. I don't know, but I remember I was on Twitter again because you know that's all I ever do. Um, right. was it was it Walt Frazier? I forgot who it was. Someone said um they're talking. I think it was on a podcast. They're talking about like roster size and snubs and stuff. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, we had twelve man uh, all-star uh, rosters, but that's right. when there was fourteen teams in the league. Now there's a bit just a bit more than 14 teams in the league yeah. just a little bit so i think it should be 15 because you look yeah. at the arguments there's usually around like three legitimate snubs per conference someone right. like shay gilgis alexander from the west great player but you can't say he's a snub right let's say anthony davis wasn't injured right so booker doesn't make it that's someone right. who's a legitimate snub 
So if you expand it to 15, I think that's more fair of, to gauge who is legitimately an all-star. But then again, the value of being an all-star is brought down if more people are there. Though granted, obviously, you and I will see it the same way. But, right. you know, it, the value does go down a little bit. Yeah. So I definitely think it should be 15. Yeah. No, yeah. And I think that that has a lot to do with just, like, how the league is continuing to evolve. You know, Adam Silver is a great commissioner. Like, he, I, I think he's one of the better sports commissioners, uh, pro league sports commissioners in, in the world. And, uh, you know, he's always doing things to make the game better. And obviously – um, bringing ideas about like you know changing the all-star game format having captains rather than east and west and not doing all these different things with obviously the scoring system they had in place last year in tribute to kobe that was really fun and again they're implementing that so i can't wait to see that um and yeah you know just a lot of things he's gonna do and i'm sure if people brought it to his attention a little bit more you know the players association the league they're always great and working together to do great things so um, maybe that's something they can they can do sometime in the future. We'll see what happens. So, um, yeah, that's something to look out for. And then also, uh, you know, I just wanted to get your thoughts real quick on Kevin Durant being out. You know, like I don't I don't know. Did they announce like a substitute captain? Because I know he was the captain for the Eastern Conference. So is is like the second leading vote getter in the East supposed to be the captain or something? I'm not sure. Yeah, so I was looking into this myself. I couldn't find a definitive answer, but logic would tell you it is the second vote getter, which would be Giannis. So unfortunately, we're going to get another team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Um, But yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I want to know this, right? If you're Kevin Durant, can you still pick the team? Because that would yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Because you kidding me? If I'm KD, I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna play, but can I pick this team, please? <laughs> he's gonna be a true GM now. He's gonna be on the sidelines while he's got his guys playing, you know. So um, <laughs> he's gonna yeah. be assistant coach behind Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but but I, I think whatever it is, the game's gonna be fun regardless. You know, we got some incredible players playing, so it's definitely gonna be a fun game to look out for. And uh, yeah, I mean, can't believe. All-Star Weekend's come this season. feels like the season just started. You know, I mean, obviously, this, mind you, it's, only, it's 10 games shorter than it usually is with this being a 72, 72 games. But it's crazy how we got this far. You know, time yeah. is going by fast. But, yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I know All-Star Reserves, we had to talk about, like, every, we just have to really go into everything. I think we pretty much covered yeah. it. But. Yeah, I want to talk about some non-player stuff. You know, I want to talk about, like, the NBA because yeah. I want to think about it like this. Like, I don't remember fan voting returns ever come out, you know, all-star starters, you know, we kept getting them gradually of, oh, this dude has this many votes, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Why don't we get the coaches versions of that? Because some people have their contracts written down if they get money incentive, if someone makes an NBA game, the NBA, oh, the all-star game. So why don't we see those? Because if it, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I'm not going to say, there's going to be an inside jobs or whatever, but like, I would like to see that because I think there's definitely some something there at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. Like, I feel like the, the coaches need to be like involved more or whatever, but like, I don't know. It just, it, I think like if you try, if the, if the league tries to do like too much at once, then like, I, I feel like just regardless of whatever they try to do, like it's going to be looked at both positive and bad. So, like, there's never going to be, like, everybody where everybody's going to be, like, oh, yo, that's an awesome thing. There's always going to be, like, some group of people that be, like, yo, like, what's the point of that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just so – I mean, we'll see. Maybe they do that in the future, like we said, with, like, expanding the rosters. But I I do think, genuinely, though, like, they should – they might end up expanding the rosters anyway because Adam Silver has been hinting for so many years now that he's trying to add two more expansion teams, like, especially one to bring back to Seattle. So, how are you going to add two more teams? And then, like, let's say you have an all-star on each of those teams. 
right? Like, and those two people get snubbed. Like, how are you going to still keep it at 12? Like, you got to expand it to 15 eventually. You know what I mean? So, I feel like that's going to come. It's just a matter of time, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that. And yeah. Uh, something really funny I thought. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was just going to continue on that. Like, granted, obviously, right off the bat, uh, two expansion teams are not going to have all stars, but yeah. it's more of the, it's the, oh my God, I can't speak English. What's the word I'm looking for? It's more of the idea. It's just like, okay, now we have 32 teams. You yeah. know, we still have to expand the roster. Yeah. I'm going to think of that word. You can go ahead. All right. But um, what I was going to say was something I thought was really funny, completely un- unrelated to the All-Star. Um, Pascal Siakam was out yesterday in the oh. game where the Raptors played against uh, – who did they play against? They played against the Houston Rockets. Pascal Siakam was out. Head coach Nick Nurse was out, as well as five other assistant coaches. So they had more than half their coaching staff out. They had their best player out, arguably the best player out. Um, and they still managed to pull off a pretty a pretty impressive win against the Rockets. But mind you, with the Rockets, they got some struggles of their own. But still, um, nevertheless, like having uh, a, a nice win against a team, uh, a mediocre team without more than half your coaching staff is pretty cool. Um, I, I think – I forget who it was. I think it was like their – assistant player development coach he had to serve as like a head coach or something like that i thought that was so funny and like you can see kyle lowry like actually like trying to get involved he was drawing up plays like in the middle of the game it was just mad funny i, I don't know i just i had a fun day with that yeah no that's pretty funny i still can't think of the word by the way it's going to come to me and i'm going to text you in like two hours be like that's the word but um another thing i wanted to you know discuss personally because again saw this one on twitter um the NBA and Silver have obviously come out. Oh, and the mayor of Atlanta have come out and say, don't have parties, you know, keep it small gatherings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I forgot what, what, what town was it? It was like the subsection specifically where the All-Star game is. My brain just doesn't work today. Um, they voted to expand uh, hours that alcohol can be served in bars and restaurants, you know, which obviously goes against what the NBA is saying. Um, right. So I think it's interesting that the town within is trying to like push for more people to come to atlanta and have these yeah. parties and stuff mm-hmm. so it's i think like it's just... Fal- Fal- fulton county like that that area i think like it, they, they're like it, i think that's like the county that atlanta's in that area i just think is what you're referring to yeah probably like yeah. probably but i think it's just you know it's another interesting thing you don't really think about in a normal year right, right. like if it was i don't know 2032 and the all-star game is in i don't know indiana Right, you're just gonna think of the game like you don't really think of all logistics behind it, but now during an epidemic and you think about oh wait, what about this? You know, because something as stupid as just twenty dudes coming together, you know, drinking a little bit, having fun to watch the NBA All Star game now becomes something of a political debate. So I think it's just interesting. Um, Obviously, people do their best, make sure it doesn't happen, but at the end of the day, the people will probably get what they want. Right? Yeah. No, I mean it's it's frustrating at times to see like you know all the, like you're trying to be safe but then also like it's because all these people are tempting around you like it just makes you want to go out like how are these players not going to go out? i bet you at least like five of those 20 players whatever they're going to end up going out doing something you know what i mean so um we'll see what happens with that hopefully nobody gets sick or anything but i think something funny that i think i sent it to you on instagram yesterday um some company they offered um mr Sai, who's the owner of the majority owner of the brooklyn nets uh, he they offered him a 
to give Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving like a virtual like strip club thing, membership or whatever. So this way they didn't have to go out during All-Star weekend. And he was like, okay, maybe if one of you guys win All-Star game MVP or something, then we can uh, maybe expand your membership for the rest of the season. If you guys win a, uh, win a championship or whatever, maybe we'll extend it till next season or whatever. So I was just like, yo, people are really trying to get promote themselves out here, just give themselves business. But I'm like, it's pretty smart. That guy's a smart man, you know, trying to – Get his business out there like that. <laughs> you know, James Harden's about to go off now. He's oh, about to yeah. like 50, 20, no, he's 20. Like, he's, like, he's like, oh, it's, it doesn't have to be free. I'll pay money for it. I'll pay money for it. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I know. Oh, man. Yeah, the James Harden man is crazy. Yeah. I think, uh, okay, real quick. All-Star yeah. Game MVP, who do you think is going to be? All-Star Game MVP? Hmm. It's tough, right? I'm going to say James yes. Harden. I'm going to say James Harden. James off the Harden? bench. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Bradley Beal. I think Bradley Beal is gonna really like put himself like out there this year, like because we know how good he is. But like, I feel like just to make like all the casual fans understand like how great a player he actually can be, like he's just gonna go off, go off. And I, I really look forward to seeing that. But it's it's hard though because we have a lot like it's it's a lot of great players playing, and like I I just feel like anybody can win that award. Like it, like every year, anybody can win. You can't yeah. really guess. No. Well, we want. I'll give my argument as to why I think Harden will do it because if you've watched him this season, you know he's not really looking to score anymore. He's looking for that pass. He's looking to make the plays, and he will shoot when need be. I think yeah. if you surround him with a team like this, I think he's just going to go crazy. Like I think he might end the game. You know what? I'm going to say he's going to end the game with 20 assists. I'm going to say it. 20 assists. Yep, I'm going to say it. I'm calling it right now. If it doesn't happen, oh well, you know whatever. But I'm going to say I would not be surprised if it happened. Because I'd put I'd put fifty I'd put I'd put like fourteen or fifteen as the over or under. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like he he would he would go he he I, don't, I think that's like a good number for him in an all star yeah. game. Yeah, well it's fair because then the thing is now one of the captains is out. The captain, yeah. one of the starters is out. So do they replace him with another forward or do they put just put in Harden? Because obviously he'd be the next man up for the bench. Um, I think he's just gonna go crazy after having a fun time, especially if that strip club membership is on the line. <laughs> Uh, definitely you know i think it's a, he's definitely gonna try and show up but like oh real quick um what are your thoughts on them automatically pushing tatum into the starting lineup versus any of the other east reserves with kevin durant uh being out obviously i mean again i get it position wise so i mean i'm not mad at it um if we're going by talent wise obviously hard makes it but yeah. you know if let's say um i don't know let's say Jokic was hurt they're not gonna put in damian lillard you know what i mean yeah so I mean, because who's gonna play center? Kawhi or LeBron's gonna play center. <laughs> exactly. So I'm saying I get a position. Obviously, the yeah. center position is more drastic than a forward position. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. I mean, I get it. Fine. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not mad. Totally not mad. I'm so mad. James Harden. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you could probably like since it's like an All Star game, not like an official. Like I, I feel like you could have just put Hart, you could have put move Bradley Beal to the three, and then moved everybody down one, and then. I mean, well, you didn't even have to move because Giannis is ready at four and Embiid's a five. All you got to do is put Bradley at the three and then put Harden in right at the two or whatever, you know. So I think it could have worked with that. I just don't know why the league decided to put Jason Tatum in there. Yeah, maybe Doc Rivers takes it out with a minute left and only one yeah. minute, right? And he only lets Tatum play a minute, then he puts in – no, he puts in Ben Simmons for the whole game. Ben probably. Simmons. Yo, Ben Simmons. Maybe Ben Sims might go and go ahead and win the um, MVP. Yo, no. imagine, imagine – would, we would not hear the end of it from our group chat, like – Paul, yo, shout out to Paul, Brian Allen, bro. 
Paul is biggest for 76ers fan we know. Um, you know, I feel like he Paul would have a field day with that. Like if, if uh, Ben Simmons won the All Star Game MVP. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm actually really glad that you brought up Ben again because I did forget to say something before when we were yeah. talking about him like legitimately. Right. Every year before the All Star break, he goes out and dominates. Oh yeah, you were saying that. Uh, yeah. I forgot to mention that before. Every year he does this. He does amazing games. He's just like a forty, like a forty point game. When does Ben Simmons ever score forty points? Um, he always just goes crazy before the All Star break, and then he comes back down to earth after. Granted, last year you know he got hurt, so I'm not really going to talk about that. But he always comes back down to earth afterwards. Um, so I definitely think that's something to watch. Is Ben Simmons going to become human again after? which obviously I hope for as the Nets are 0.5 games out of the first place in the East. But I think that's definitely something you should watch. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think, like, that's a great point to bring up, too. You know, like, Ben Simmons, like, again, like, I feel like now that, like, after getting so, like, he was getting heat before for not, like, you know, really, like, being that true second star. But I feel like now, like, after getting selected to the All-Star game, like, he's getting more and more banter, like, on him. So, like, I feel like he's just going to use that as motivation. He's going to keep, like, showing out like having really great games you know and, and now that tobias harris i mentioned he's their primary secondary scorer like he's their real secondary scorer he's gonna be out for a couple of weeks because he had a hamstring injury so ben simmons this is his time to really step up the stretch of games because that stretch of, like i think like the first that three weeks right after all-star break is crucial for every team competing for a playoff spot right now and for the 76ers need to hold on tight to that first first uh first seed for home court advantage because if they have if they want any shot at actually beating the Brooklyn Nets or whoever in a seven game series they need home court advantage bad like they need home court advantage to like to to use like to their advantage so um I think like if Ben Simmons can really like contribute like solid scoring numbers in this next couple of weeks after all-star weekend I think now then we can have a conversation is like Okay, he he he's probably a top fifteen player. I mean, it depends on how much he scores, obviously. But if he really like, you know, jumps up his numbers a little bit, you know, I think like we can really start to make an argument for him to be a top fifteen player. But I mean, obviously, he's mentioned himself. He's cited himself as the best defensive player in the league. I wouldn't go that far because I still think that's Kawhi or Giannis. I mean, whoever Kawhi, Giannis, whatever you whoever you want to make the argument for. But is he a top five defender? Yeah, you can make that argument. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, Benson is a great player. Um, he just, again, like we've mentioned so many times to each other and to everybody else, like he needs to just have confidence, man. Like the guy just needs some confidence. Like if he gets some confidence in himself with his shot, his ability, like at least with his confidence, I feel like he'd be able to try and hit shots more, um, you know, so I th- like jump shots and like threes. So like I feel like as if once he gets that, like sky's the limit. Like you can't really stop him. You know what I mean? Like we have a lot of people saying, "Oh, he's a left-handed LeBron or whatever." Like especially coming into the league, that's like a little too far. But I would say like he's got that potential if he can develop a jumper. Because when LeBron came into the league, he didn't really have like a steady, steady jumper, right? So like he developed that over time. He worked on it, and especially the three-point game. Like he never really had that coming in, and he had to work on it. And he did. He's a, a decent shooter now. Um. So as long as Ben Simmons, like he's an after, we're not asking him to be freaking Steph Curry or anything. Nobody's going to be Steph Curry. But as long as he can get to a respectable level where if he's on the perimeter, teams are not going to stand like, what, like five, six feet away. They're not going to give him so much space to shoot. They have to come out on him so that this way he can get the ball to his teammates or whatever. Like, you know how defensive sequence works on that after that. 
but you know, you know what I mean? Like he's, he, he's him being able to shoot is going to open up the floor for the rest of his teammates. And I think that's just going to make the 76ers thrive. Like they're going to be a really good team, like for, for a long time. If he can, if he, if like with, especially with Embiid and Simmons being the center block, I mean, the center, the center points of that team, they can be a really good team for a really long time. If he just works on making a shot a little respectfully. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen until after the Nets' is uh, championship window closes. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of funny to actually watch Ben Simmons. It's a bit comical to watch, at least in the half court, because the fast break, you already know, he's just sprinting with all of his might down the court like Zeus to try and dunk. But in the half court, it's like he looks around like, oh, yeah. what now? And then a bead screens him and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, but call me biased or whatever. I just don't like watching him in the half court as much. But yeah, to the point, I think top five defender is fair. I mean, who you, you have Gobert, right? Leonard. Gobert, Kawhi, Giannis, um, Bam, or Jimmy. You can make it. I don't know. It's or a Anthony, yeah. Top three is, I think there's a top three for Locke. You know, Giannis, you have to just give it to him. Um, Kawhi. Kawhi. And then I think Gobert, it definitely has to be up there still. So I think those top three are locked. And then, you know, Ben Simmons last year was a stout defender. Um, I think it was like two steals, two steals a game. Yeah. Which is obviously, which was league leading. Um, mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Enough talk about Ben Simmons. I'm over him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear. The only thing we've talked about the past two weeks is Ben Simmons. Yeah, I know. We've just been having like a fun time, like in our group chats, just going at Ben Simmons. You know, coming to his support. Yo, I got attacked for coming to his support. I was just, I, I was just really trying to open everybody else's eyes and see, like, he's not bad. Like, people like really just come at him. I feel so bad because he's like, he's a, he's a good player. It's just. You have the freaking casual fans who just like, yo, Ben Simmons, so trash, bro. Oh, my God. At ESPN, they don't help. ESPN, these other media companies, they don't help the, the, the case either because they're hyping him up as if he actually is like the next LeBron. Like, I don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just ruining his case. I, I don't know. It's just it frustrates me because a player like that who you, you look at everything else besides scoring, like he's doing it on. I don't know. It just frustrates me because – I don't know, playing basketball, like, I wasn't known for my scoring, but I did everything. I played defense. I got rebounds. Like, I did other stuff that, like, just hustle plays. Like, that's what Ben Simmons is. Like, he's just the energy boost for the team. Like, I don't know. But that's that's why just it's personal for me. It's personal for you. Okay. I didn't know you're a 76ers fan now. I'm not a 76ers fan. I'm just saying because I don't like the criticism that Ben Simmons is getting for no reason. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) Personal. What? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I don't know. We got anything else to talk about? You want to talk about any trades or anything? No, um, I think All-Star, I'm I'm just, my NBA brain is just filled with All-Star stuff that I got out, plus some <laughs> stupid tweets that I won't mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, uh, obviously, again, like the NBA is really exciting. You know, anything can happen every week so it's something new every week so we always got something to talk about so yeah i mean if that's it that's it that's a wrap for this week's episode guys thanks again for tuning in um be sure to like and subscribe to our youtube channel hardwood and hollywood make sure to share your videos with friends and family especially those who love basketball content we got some great content and uh yeah no be sure to go check out our articles as well on hardwoodandhollywood.com uh myself and holden obviously both write articles but check out um the ones from our incredibly talented writing staff as well um and yeah um follow us on instagram at the run uh, underscore hardwood and hollywood 
uh, underscore. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys again. And uh, I know we'll be off uh, a week from for all-star break. There won't be games for a week, but obviously we'll still be here um, that week to give you guys some updates and talk about obviously what happened in the all-star game. So uh, can't wait to see you guys till next time and till the next episode. So have a great week guys. Talk to you later. Peace.